0: support for kxsf comes from mccarthy's irish bar in san francisco's west portal neighborhood mccarthy's is open for back deck socially distant seating food from franco's latin table and drinks enjoy a pint and some sports on the big screen or just chill under the heat lamps mccarthy's irish bar is located just up from the tunnel at 46 west portal avenue thanks for supporting kxsf san francisco community radio West of Twin Peaks Radio back again. What's that I see? Smiles on faces? Social calendars filling up with events in real life? Live music? The re-entry is happening, and you can hear it right here on... It.
1: West of Twin Peaks Radio with MJ Call. KXSM 102.5 FM, San Francisco.
2: The young
0: Good morning, good morning. MJ back again on this Friday morning in San Francisco, where the mood is one of nervous anticipation of next Tuesday's re-emergence into a new normal. It's a perfect time to welcome back guest artist Nate Salman, a.k.a. Water Strider. The vibe conjured up on his new EP, Sublimate, is one of excitement, yet anxious arrival after a long journey. And at this point, who can't relate to that? Spirit House off Water Strider's new EP, Sublimate, and Nate Salman joins me live in my second hour to dive deep into the EP and chat about his trip through COVID and musically transforming disconnection and despair into hope and love. That's coming up at 11. But first, a whole hour of re-entry music as artists and bands capture our collective moment of re-emergence, starting off with 24-year-old New York artist Dora Jar and a track off her brand new EP, Digital Meadow. This is appropriately titled Opening. Butterfly? Hope that's getting you going this morning. That's Brooklyn Electronic uh, Duo, Gilligan Moss. I'll get my act together. With a new song called World Service featuring Betsy. Great song. Before that, you heard Get Lost in the Music by young Ambar Lucid. Emerging 20-year-old powerhouse from New Jersey She had a debut album out last year That did Bonkers And she's already booked at a festival in Chicago in August Can't believe I'm saying that now Before that, I started it off with uh, with music from Dora Jar uh, Off her album Digital Meadow and Opening busy show today here on West of Twin Peaks Radio. Thank you for joining me. Really appreciate it today. Coming up at 11, my guest artist is Water Strider, Nate Salmon. He's got two projects to talk about. New music, new EP, great conversation. Stay tuned for that. Also, later in this hour, I'll be chatting with Ilana Vasconcelos of the Stern Grove Festival to talk about the re-entry and re-emergence of the Stern Grove Festival this summer in uh, a week from Sunday. So stay with us. Let's Keep with the music, though. Here's "Nation of Language." Uh, really, some flock of seagulls vibes here. The song's called "Across the Fine Line." Hey, thanks for joining West of Twin Peaks this morning. Love it. Reach up. Nation of Language with Across That Flying Line. The lead single off a new album that's coming in November. Also, they were going to be at the Independent October 17th. So I'm starting to announce live music shows, which is just awesome. You are tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio here on KXSF LP San Francisco 102.5 FM. Thanks for joining me this morning. Remember, uh, my guest artist, Nate Salman of Strider coming up at 11. Got a phone conversation with uh, Stern Grove Festival uh, coming up in about ooh, 20 minutes. But right now, more music. This is Dive Index, and she's exploding. My absolute favorite song off a great collaborative album. The band's name is Bachelor. That is Jay Som and uh, Pale, House from C- Pale Horse from oh, Pale Horse out Pale Horse from Seattle, teaming up together with an album uh, called called uh, Doom and Son, which came out last week. The cut was called Stay in the Car. They are going to be opening for Lucy Dacus in the, their fall tour, so they'll be in San Francisco at the Fillmore on September 22nd. Before Bachelor, you heard How Not to Drown from Churches, and yes, that was Robert Smith from The Cure uh, collabing with them as well. So just terrific m- new music coming out. I was rocking. How about you? You are tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio here here on KXSF LP, san francisco 102.5 fm got a great show ahead a conversation in about 10 minutes with ilana vasconcelos of the stern grove festival to talk us talk to us about their new re their reopening plans the festival plans woohoo so much going on uh, water strider is my guest artist at 11 o'clock but of course we still have lots of music ahead so stay with me <sighs>
3: Hey, this is Dave Getz from Big Brother and the Holding Company. When I want to let my freak flag fly, I tune into Freak Flag Radio on KXSF 102.5 FM every Friday, midnight till 2 a.m.
2: Liven up your Sunday afternoons and come over to the Mission as KXSF hosts DJ Sundays at the Makeout Room. Every Sunday from 2 to 6 p.m., a rotating crew of KXSF DJs, including Caja Mejica's Elise Locomotion and Jose Trujillo, the Freak Flag Radio Show crew, and walkish Twaddle's Bob N. will be among the DJs featured. That's Sunday afternoons from 2 to 6 p.m. at the Makeout Room on 22nd Street between Mission and Valencia. See you there.
0: Hey, Kev join us this Sunday that's awesome. you do have to sit at your table right now but until and listen to the music and have your cocktail but coming up on Tuesday and the big reopening I think we can get up and dance again so uh, put DJ Sundays 2 to 6 p.m. on your on your dance card uh, starting uh, we started a couple of weeks ago but this Sunday 2 to 6 p.m. join us please that would be awesome. Right now new music from Helvetia. From their Essential Aliens album, this is Rocks on the Ramp. Stay with me. Conversation about Stern Grove and my guest artist at 11. So uh, hang in there. You're listening to West of Twin Peaks. This is MJ. So happy to have you with me this morning.
4: Drowning. I can even understand why. Lost in the art of devouring. Will kill as much as keep you alive. Lately, you've been thinking about me
0: Great new music from the collaboration called Lump. That's Laura Mar- Marlene with Mike Lindsay and uh, new music off their new album, Animal. Uh, that is Climb Every Wall kind of reminds me of Climb Every Mountain, the sound of music thing, but maybe that's just me. Before uh, uh, Lump, you heard, let me get my act together, Rocks on the Ramp from Helvetia off uh, Essential Aliens, Lo-Fi, great LP. Uh, They are uh, a group that's built up of San Jose's duster, uh, built to spill people. Uh, You know, it's all about collaboration today, isn't it, folks? You are tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio right here on KXSF 102.5. FM streaming at kxsf.fm. This is West of Twin Peaks Radio and one of the things uh, we're talking about today is re-emergence and reopening and all that kind of stuff and we got news this past week or so that the Stern Grove Festival is going to return this summer to Stern Grove obviously in the outer sunset at Sloat and 19th and joining me on the phone right now is Ilana Vasconcelos who is the development director for uh, the Stern Grove Festival. Good morning morning, Ilana. Good morning. Hi. Congratulations on the great news. Everybody's just so stoked to hear it.
5: So are we. It's been an interesting year, not knowing what was going to turn fire, but um, we are just over the moon that we get to bring music back to the city.
0: Well, I have to admit, I, I, I really enjoyed the television program that, that you guys uh, produced during the um, pandemic. You know, it was something to turn to since we absolutely knew we couldn't go back to the festival that, you know, last year. But tell, yeah. tell me, uh, first, let's talk about, uh, before we get into the lineup, talk about what it's going to look like this year. How is it different?
5: Sure. So the festivals existed for 84 years. We've, this is our 84th season. So people you know, have seen lots of changes probably over the years. But the biggest changes um, that people will notice this year is that we're going to have a perimeter around the park um, and we have to have um, entrances that are monitored um, to manage our capacity because obviously capacity has been a big you know, issue this year and not something that we've had to keep tabs on as closely in the past. And so to do that we have a reservation system so people will need to make reservations to be able to come um, and that's I get, think going to be a big change um, and you know we've we've opened reservations for our first concert and you know we went through them quickly because we're opening you know with a smaller capacity but the excitement from the community was just fantastic yeah. so we knew, we knew that people would be excited and it would be a hot ticket
0: <laughs> yeah that definitely i mean it was it was reserved so to speak not sold out but reserved like 5 minutes after opening so uh, you know people took,
5: people are excited yes. It was forty-seven minutes. No, forty. Uh, I <laughs> think there's some misconceptions that it went super, super quick, but it actually we had a little bit of time.
0: <laughs> um, so you mentioned the fencing. Yeah, yeah. I live uh-huh. in the
5: outer sunset and have been going to
0: the festival for years and years uh-huh. and years. So the fencing, I'm assuming, is going to go all the way around the back, so people can't, you know, can't come in through the yep. upper level, you know, back by the the street, the back street up by Vicente and, and whatnot. Correct.
5: That's right. Yeah, we just have to keep the you know, perimeter kind of secure um, so that we can manage the number of people that we can have in the space.
0: And, and you, you mentioned this, but as, as the summer progresses, you anticipate being able to allow more people in, correct?
5: Yes, we hope so. Um, you know, with so many new kind of protocols in place, um, we have a smaller capacity to open the season. But hopefully by the end of the season, we'll be almost back up to normal you know, if that's approved by the city, yeah, um, and that should, you know, take out some of that crunch for getting reservations.
0: Yeah, that's just something I'm curious about. I mean, do you have to reach out to the city, or is the city on top of you to determine how many people um, are, are, you know, what the capacity is of a meadow? You
5: know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. (laughs) Yeah, we've been working really closely with um, the Department of recreation and parks, um, with the city, with the mayor's office. So it's just been an ongoing discussion. Um, You know, I praise the city for having done such a great job this past year in so many aspects. And they've really been a partner with us, committing to get us reopened because I think they knew how badly everybody needs this celebration. Um, And so, you know, it's an ongoing conversation that, you know, we're staying in touch as things move. Um, to each the frontier and, you know, more restrictions are lifted.
0: And I'd also like to remind everybody that the Stern Grove Festival is a non-profit entity. Um, That's right. And you've been doing this for years and years and years. So you have a great, you know, deal of, uh, of foundational cash, I guess, or what you can call it to, to, yeah. fund, to fund this whole thing. But uh, pe- you do need donations from the people who come.
5: Absolutely. You know, that's my key role is to make sure that we can we can pay the artists, you know, a working rate that's competitive with other you know venues that they might perform where they might perform. Um, but we have a wonderful um, collection of foundations that support us, um, and donors and individuals that have supported us even when we were dark last year. You know, and only had the broadcast. Um, we have amazing donors, and every little bit helps. Um, it's something that we've committed to to do this, you know, not knowing how the year is going to play out fundraising wise, and and uh, if we're going to make our budget that that we need. But it's something that we, you know, have committed that we're going to do because we feel like it's a gift the city needs. Um, but yes, every little bit helps, and we are a nonprofit, so. Uh it's uh the support of the community that really, really helps us do this. So
0: let's dive down now into the lineup. You're opening mm-hmm. tell us who you're opening with because I, I'm thrilled that number one, I'm gonna let the the, the session is coming. Uh, who is uh-huh. one of my favorite local artists and has been a guest on this show. Uh tell us tell us who's opening the show on Juneteenth, actually.
5: Yeah, so we have Be. Um, who's a wonderful um, performer? She is a thirteen-time um, Grammy nominee, and she just won in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, she's our headliner, and then, like you said, we have the session, and also Ladonia, um, a Latina artist, and uh, we even have a DJ, Lady Ryan. who will be performing between the, between the sets, you know, to keep things to keep things rolling. Um, it's, I think that the first concert, especially, is just going to be a celebration. You know, it's going to be fantastic. And with all these different, um, you know, the female artists and having so much diversity in the lineup. I just think the community is going to be so happy to be back together.
0: Totally. And I would encourage people to remember to be sensitive to one another. Um, Right. There may be masks. There may be no masks. But uh, you need to honor each other's sensitivity. And, you know, keep a mellow vibe. And although we're going to celebrate, we're going to party. Keep that mellow vibe so everybody's comfortable.
5: Absolutely. You know, it is kind of, it has been a personal decision of what people are comfortable with, you know, throughout the year. Um, and I think giving people the space to make decisions they feel comfortable with. You know, you err on the side of caution and kindness um, in group settings and just being out in public, I think, for the past year. And we're going to ask that everybody is prepared to wear masks, but that, you know, might change even next week. So we we don't know, but we want everybody to come prepared for that. Um, And then we'll work with the city, you know, regulations if things change more and what we feel comfortable with having, you know, kind of the, the first largest, the first large gathering as yes. it were but we're outside you know luckily we didn't have to rely on ticket sales to, to keep us up and running since it's a free festival um and you know it's just our mission to get the live performance and music for the people this is what we're trying to do
0: and can you drop a few names about who else you've got in the lineup this summer
5: oh sure so i'll go with the ones i'm most excited about <laughs> <laughs> go um, for it. so um, late in the season we have Fits and the Tantrums which I have kids and people might recognize them. the clapping song from Despicable Me which is you know super fun yeah. I think for families um, but also there's so many songs people will recognize um, Joan Jett is performing in August and that's super exciting for us uh, St. Paul and the Broken Bones has been really popular um, and also Fevery Corporation we have Perfume Genius Thundercat X um, and then we're closing the season with Power of Power and Too Short, which is on our fundraising day on August 29th. Awesome. So that's going to be, you know, kind of the closing of the season called our Big Picnic.
0: Well, we hope to continue the West of Twin Peaks-Stern Grove Festival relationship and, and feature, you know, artists every Friday, uh, you know, whether we play them or have have brief interviews. But uh, and in order to uh, tell everybody who's coming up that Sunday at Stern Grove. So Wonderful. Thank you so much, Alana, for taking the time to chat with uh, chat with me today. And, uh, you know, set us up for just what's going to be a great, great time.
5: Thank you so much. Great
0: speaking with you. Take care. um, And maybe we'll see you at uh, Stern Grove.
5: Sounds good. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Great to talk with Alana. Can't wait. Can you believe it? Live music in a group setting it's, it, it's going to feel weird, but, you know, as she said, we've got to, you know, treat each other with kindness and sensitivity because it's going to be such a joyful celebration. So there you have it. New music from one of my favorites, Peggy Goo right now.
1: Support for KXSF comes from The Music Store, an independent record store located in San Francisco's West Portal Business District. For more than two decades, The Music Store has featured two floors filled with music and movies, bins and bins of vintage vinyl, new and used CDs and tapes, and rare, hard-to-find DVDs and videos. You can pick up a replacement record needle and even learn to play guitar all in the same visit. The music store located at 66 West Portal Avenue. Thanks for supporting KXSF 102.5 FM, San Francisco.
0: Thank you, Music Store. Of course, uh, Music Store's Shelby, the owner, is also the host of the Barn Dance, which you can hear Wednesday nights from ten to midnight here on KXSF. Great Americana country music, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So much going on here at KXSF. Of course, so much going on outside in the world now that we're kind of re entering. Remember though, to keep going and supporting your local businesses, your local venues, your local restaurants, because they are still trying to make up for the past. 18 months and they need your help so if you have a choice buy local, shop local and stay in your own neighborhoods and, and help your uh, help your community out there's my PSA for the day uh, remember coming up at 11 o'clock we have Nate Salmon aka Water Strider, joining me for his guest artist segment, so much to talk about and uh, the other thing uh, the the uh, not the other thing, but kind of this whole theme of this show is re-emergence and re-entry and excitement about Getting into the the new feel of things, and this song is a great uh, indication of that. This is brand new music from Jungle off their new LP called Loving in Stereo, and this is Talk About It, which is you know about coming back into the sunshine. So enjoy, and remember, we've got Nate coming up at 11 o'clock. Music from Jungle off a of great... Boy, that's going to be the like the summer soundtrack. That is great new music. Uh, their LP is called Lovin' in Stereo, and just uh, they are going to be, yes, they are going to be live at the Fox Theater in Oakland on October 26th. So I know your social calendar's filling up now that we've got all these uh, bands and shows to talk about, so... The reopening is happening. Uh, Stay with us. It is 11 o'clock and time for our guest artist segment. We'll be back with that right after this. Support for KXSF comes from Catfish, a San Francisco-based trio that believes live music is a critical part of San Francisco's culture and that supporting independent radio bolsters the artists and venues that keep that culture thriving. Check out their Instagram page, at catfish.antiband. That's Catfish with a K. Thank you for supporting 102.5 FM KXSF. And you are tuned into KXSF 102.5 FM here in San Francisco, streaming at kxsf.fm. It is 11 o'clock and time for our guest artist segment today. Uh, we've got with us, uh, standing by, uh, Nate Salmon, aka Water Strider, uh, who's got a brand new EP out called Sublimate, which is kind of. Uh, a look through his his journey through the past year, and uh, talks about all the the, the fee- feelings and vibes of our reemergence. So here's a cut off it called "End of Sequence." That is End of Sequence, one of the tracks off Water Strider's new EP called Sublimate. And the person behind Water Strider, Nate Salman, joins me live right now. Good morning, Nate.
1: Good morning. How's it going?
0: It's going fine. Where, do, where are we catching you today?
1: I'm, I'm hanging out in Santa Barbara at my parents' house for you, the next couple of weeks. <laughs>
0: you, grew, you grew up there, didn't you?
1: I did. I did grow up here. So
0: you're home. I mean, I'm you're I'm, home. Yeah, yeah. You're, I'm d- home and house sitting. <laughs> awesome. That, that, couldn't be better. I'd love to be house yeah. sitting in Santa Barbara. Yeah, it's a pretty good
1: little situation for us.
0: Totally. Love the new E P. Here's my question. I mean it is mm-hmm. it just so captures the moment we are in right now. Meaning oh. that that, you know, we've got this nervous anticipation about everything reopening. It's kind of your journey through last year, but it's got such positive vibes, and it just hits mm-hmm. at the right moment. How did you know it was going to hit at the right moment <laughs> when you released it?
1: Yeah. I think it's I think it's coincidence. More than
0: or karma. It's just Good or karma, karma maybe.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'm. I've just been trying to, yeah, to just kind of try to bring out hope in myself. I think because I was I was getting a little hopeless for a while, um, you know, about a year ago or so. And I think it was just, you know, I, I took all these little things I had lying around these little scraps of things and tried to kind of bring them to life finally, you know, finish up things. It was kind of like I needed some sort of goal to work towards. So
0: when did I that well start happening <laughs> last year? When did that start happening? About what month was that? Oh, what month was that?
1: I want to say it started slightly before the pandemic, the quarantine times. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, yeah, it was a, it was definitely uh mostly most of the recording was done well actually a lot of it was stuff that i'd already had kind of lying around but i i sent stuff over over to england to some uh collaborators i've been working with over there called saint francis hotel and um and that was all kind of during the during the pandemic during the summer months and fall months and the winter months yeah (laughs) it took a while it took a while to work through it all but
0: did you feed i mean or am I making too much of it? I just feel like it captures the moment, and I don't know if did you have that feeling at the time.
1: Um, I don't think I did. I think I was when I kind of finished it up, and I went, "Oh, like this, this is a little more hopeful than the last DP." I felt, which was good. <laughs> I've come out of the darkness. It, things, you know, it's like it's like life. Life imitates art, but I guess art imitates life too. So I was, I was just letting it letting it match whatever mood i was i was in and i think it just you know it's like i I try to create from a very subconscious place i think it was natural that it's just going to kind of mirror whatever's happening in my environment in my community in my personal life all that kind of stuff did having
0: so, the work help you through the pandemic
1: definitely yeah definitely i mean it was it was catharsis probably more than anything else um you know, that sense of aimlessness or like, I was getting so excited to start playing live shows again. I had just moved back to the Bay after a couple of years away and I was, you know, I was putting the live band back together, which I hadn't played with a band in a couple of years. And it was this exciting moment. And then, you know, sort of like everything got shut down and it felt like, no,
0: like I've, this is
1: what I wanted. It felt really, you know, selfishly, I was going, oh, I really want this.
0: Why are you doing but, this to me? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. But uh, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just what it is <laughs> yeah did, do I had you, to kind of adapt
0: yeah did do you feel that during that time period uh, that you know many of us learn you know kind of sunk into ourselves and learn more about ourselves, but mm. did you did you feel like you learned something about reaching out and collaborating at that time or because yeah. because you're yeah. so because everybody was so disconnected,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I was already in this place of like realizing I, I can't create in a vacuum like ever again, <laughs> pretty much no matter how much I do on my own. It's like nothing will ever get to the the point at which I consider it finished, which for me is like 80% satisfaction yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. But uh, I, I always have to find someone to listen to something or give me feedback or record that one little part that's missing. It's like I, I can't I don't think I've. I don't think I've put out anything that hasn't at least been touched by one other person in some capacity. So, um, yeah, but then this, that particular time of, you know, working through emotional turmoil and disconnection and all these things, um, it was an important time to just, to just drop in and and create. So, um, yeah, that sense of collaboration was, was definitely a necessary part of, Feeling connected, I think, still that, well, that it, kind of reaching out. Yeah. yeah,
0: and you had to. We, you, we all had to learn to find <laughs> new ways to connect. Maybe that we hadn't we hadn't used before.
1: Totally, totally. And I think, for me, you know, it's been a long journey in the last few years of trying to like be better at social media, trying to <laughs> be a little more, a little more out there, put myself a little more out there, be a little more vulnerable, um, because you know, obviously making making this music is like a very vulnerable process for me a lot of the time um so yeah I think I needed to just kind of accept that fact and the more I accepted that the more I practiced that kind of sharing and and vulnerableness yeah with with people I've I found it to be
0: well it's interesting because yeah yeah, the the whole social media thing I mean a it connects artists directly with their audience but b Mm -hmm. it's a time drain and it can be it can be an ugly thing too I mean it can be too much of a thing but but in the past year it's It's positive qualities. (laughs) Let's Mm -hmm. put it that way. Mm -hmm. It's positive qualities were made clear to numerous people. Um, You know, it's just a matter of how we keep ourselves positive on social media. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, That, that sense of community that, like for me, it's all, it was this last year was just like, how do I build a community without being able to hug people and say hi to people be in person with people Be in person be in the same space as someone because that for me is such an important part of life you know it's like probably the main reason why I make music is so I can go play it for people in a real physical space and the sound waves are actually moving and bouncing off of people and I think that like for me attending as a as a as an audience member and then also as a performer those are like the two probably biggest parts of my life so
0: Um, yeah to have that to have that shut off from you is you know right you 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 have to you like you said adapt everybody had to adapt and find find different ways um i'm gonna play another track off the ep called spirit house can you kind of set this up for us
1: sure yeah um how how should i set this up this (laughs) the song is yeah it's something i'm i'm I was super proud of it. It's been uh, kicking around for a long time. Uh, it's, uh, I guess, I guess it's kind of about tr- trying to like make sense of, of, of connection in some capacity. Yeah. I, the I like
0: its, I like <laughs> its vibe too. And its energy here's Thanks. spirit house. That is Spirit House off Water Strider's new EP called Sublimate. The person behind the project, Nate Salmon, is joining me live as my guest artist today. He is uh, house-sitting in Santa Barbara. C- c- couldn't be a better place to be house-sitting. Um, Nate, uh, we were kind of chatting uh, while we were playing music. Uh, besides doing music, you were teaching music during the pandemic?
1: I was teaching music. I've been teaching music a lot for the last few years. Um. And yeah, that's kind of been, it's been my, that's been a, a nice way to connect with a lot of different people and a, a pretty wide age range and stuff. Do you
0: different work for a school or do you do it? Is it a contracted, freelance? Yeah, type I work thing. for a
1: couple of different organizations. I work for a group called Bird, Bird, uh, Bird School of Music, based out of San Francisco, and then another group that a friend of mine started called TuneLark. So.
0: Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and is it primarily to young people or is it to adults or it doesn't matter?
1: Uh, all, yeah, it doesn't matter. All ages, whatever anyone isn't excited to learn. Um, I have a student through Bird, uh, who I've been teaching kind of how to, how to write songs and that's been really fun. Um, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Production, music production, keyboard, piano, stuff, guitar.
0: So as well as being an, you know, an income stream for you, it was Mm. also a different way to connect during the pandemic. And I'm sure the people that you were teaching kind of felt the same way. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think so. I hope so. (laughs) It's definitely, it's definitely been nice to, you know, I've connected with students who are, you know, based on the East Coast and people that are based in more kind of Midwest. So it's been interesting to kind of just like, instead of my world getting smaller, it almost felt like it got bigger a little bit in some capacity um, through, through that work. So
0: yeah. I'm, I'm interested. You said you've been teaching him how to write and compose a song. Yeah. How do you teach somebody to do that? <laughs> I mean, some of it's innate, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And, and this student definitely has a innate ability, I would say, um, like amazing melody, ideas that just pop out of the ether you know and i'm like wow that's way better than the melody i was thinking we were going to put over that part And, and yeah it's kind of a matter i think the thing we're really working on now is just kind of like i'm trying to get get her to see the uh hear the chord changes sort of that might go underneath any given melody or the options and work through that kind of side of things which is a little more takes a little more time but her her ability to just come up with lyrics and melodies and stuff is really cool that really that's
0: awesome does that inspire you when you sit down to do your own music
1: definitely definitely yeah I mean it's uh, I think if I could if I could teach everyone just if I could just write songs with everyone I think that would be probably my happy place <laughs> <laughs> right, writing songs and producing songs and and creating events I think that's kind of my if there's one thing I've learned about myself for the last year it's like create community and 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 create things with other people help people create things that's awesome. Just, I just need that connection. I it's, feed off that community
0: and that and that positivity of of mm-hmm. t- that type of creation. So, Definitely. you had said that a lot of uh, sublimate the EP uh, w- had been recorded prior to the lockdown, and that you were working back and forth with um, the uh, people in London to you mm-hmm. know actually mix it and whatnot. Were you creating on your own? Do you have new stuff that you haven't? Uh, uh, debuted yet
1: (laughs) yeah i mean there's yeah i i i ended up i think busier than i thought i was i was kind of being really critical of myself because i i felt like it was one of those things really in the pandemic where everyone's going like now i'm writing my novel now i'm directing my movie now (laughs) i'm creating my magnum opus and i was sitting there going like i feel pretty depressed because i just wanted to play shows yeah (laughs) i I just put out an ep you know six months before that or whatever and um, I was ready to to get back in the in the swing of things a bit, but um, yeah, it, it, I I just was like, well, I guess this is what's gonna happen. So I just I just kept working on stuff, and obviously I finished this EP. I started a another project, which I think we'll talk about in a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, and then I also I also yeah have a whole bunch of other music that is part of the reason why I'm down here is to try and finish some of that while I'm down here. I'm going to produce a couple of projects for some friends of mine as well. So lots of work over the next month. So did you music teaching? <laughs>
0: did you, you know, as you were, as you were parsing all your feelings about what was going on outside and whatnot, did you find it hard to create? Um, was it a challenge? Did you really have yeah. to, or, or was it an easy thing because you had so much to express?
1: It was, yeah, it kind of went back and forth. I think when I was working on my own, like on my my project on water strider stuff or whatever i think i found that to be a bit more difficult um because i was really excited to start working with um you know my friend walker who plays drums in my band um and we've collaborated on a lot of stuff and wrote things together and we weren't really seeing each other at all in person because you know the the fears and the worries and the um and the public yeah. health scare yeah yeah and so so <laughs> the like real life kind of killer thing. pandemic right and and my friend luke had just started playing bass and, and synth and stuff with us um but they they both played on spirit house actually which is cool but we did that all kind of remotely for the most part um yeah I, I found myself when i was working on a water Strider stuff that it was a little more difficult to get into the mindset because i kept going to a really dark place because when I sit down and write music, it's usually like a very vulnerable process when I'm by myself, you know? Cause it's like, well, you're left with your own thoughts. You're left with your own feelings. And yeah, so I I, I think finding like my my roommate who's making music by chance sort of, and then being able to go like, oh, let's do something more positive. That, that kind of took a whole different direction with, with that project. Yeah, so yeah. it was kind of this nice balance between like, okay, I still need that catharsis, emotional, Vulnerability music, but I also have this other thing that's just like, let's just have fun and create something imagining sort of the post pandemic world. I think a little bit was what we were going
0: to. Are you referring to Talmirage?
1: I am, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: Um let's let's do this. Let's play okay. one more song off the E P, Sublimate, and then yeah. let's dive into Tal Mirage and you can tell let's us about the other side of Nate Selman. <laughs> okay, okay here's point. Sublimate, the title track off the E P. Pretty song, Great Mood. That is Sublimate, the title track off Water Strider's brand new EP, obviously called Sublimate. The man behind the project, Nate Salmon, is live with me right now uh, in Santa Barbara via Zoom. Um, Before the uh, song, you started uh, referring to uh, making music with your roommate in an entirely different project. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah, my roommate uh, Bertrand Travaca and I uh, basically I I was I was kind of, we were kind of both making music independently. He has kind of a little setup in his room. Um, we've been friends for a while, but he'd kind of gotten into music production in the last couple of years. Um, he's a great musician to begin with, great singer and songwriter and guitar player and all that stuff. Um, And then, yeah, it was like one day he was making some kind of wild, wild dance, dance dancey song in his room. And I kind of heard it through the walls and I was like, this is, this one's extra cool to me. So I kind of went in the other room and I was like, can I work on this with you? (laughs) He's like, yeah, sure. And then we just kind of started doing that. And I, I went up to him and I said, like, what if we started like a dance music project? Because I just had this, like drive to start to start some kind of kind of electronic dance music thing. Something um,
0: very joyful and, you know, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Just something where it's like, we can put it on and just feel good and kind of explore. We're both into kind of weirder things, I think a little bit. So <laughs>
0: Experimental. We, we were like,
1: yeah. We were like trying to, to get into, I think, kind of writing more poppy, you know, stuff, but it, it naturally goes in the slightly more psychedelic and strange direction. I think. Um, and yeah, And yeah, just, we just kind of found found ourselves doing that. And then we kind of set like a weekly thing where we were just like, okay, this day is Tal Mirage Day. And then we'd try to make a track pretty much every time we sat down and worked on something. So sometimes multiple times a week for just feeling it that way. Um, yeah. And then like before we knew it, now we have like about, well, I mean, we only have two songs released. I think we're about to have a third third one. I guess we have three. So we did like a little remix thing at one point too. So we we're about to release a third one, I think, in the next... At least a month a couple weeks hopefully i'm trying to kind of just pour it out there because we've got a bunch of stuff lined up so
0: So that's what i was going to ask do you what do you have lined up in the coming months
1: um well we're kind of slowly getting shows to be a thing again and you know tal mirage just played our first three shows in a week i think (laughs) a couple weeks ago uh one of which was was it's for up. Your, that's coming um, up. It's
0: a pride benefit on that's gonna. It's a stream, uh, you know, the stream from Eli's that's gonna be on June 27th. But keep going, keep going. What yeah, else do you yeah. have coming up?
1: <laughs> I was like, plug it, plug it. Yeah, we'll um,
0: we'll hear more about that in the next half hour. But <laughs> keep yeah, going. No, I'm
1: I'm excited about it. Um, but yeah, the uh, yeah, having having that stuff lined up with with Water Strider. Also kind of trying to slowly put shows back together. I've kind of got to rebuild the band a little bit because, you know, we all found, I think, what our priorities were over the last year and a half. And that's that's awesome for everyone, I think, to who's kind of found their flow a little bit more um, as a result of all this, you know, well what we for,
0: what what we as uh, as uh, audience and listeners forget is that you guys haven't been together practicing in the same right. room at the same time. So right. even though things have opened back up, it's not like right. you're h- ready to hop right back on a stage and do a complete right. show because you haven't been rehearsing. <laughs> it's
1: true. It's very true. In person. So, in person. Yeah. Um there has been things passed back and forth, recordings made and things like that, but uh yeah, it's kind of a matter of sort of re- rebuilding, rebuilding the band for, a I don't know, fifth time or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm always, I'm always trying to keep it going. Water Strider,
0: um, the post-pandemic version. The post-pandemic <laughs> version, that's
1: right. So uh, it's, I'm, I'm kind of figuring out, you know, who wants to be involved and and going from there. I think I, I'll start reaching out to, to, to friends of mine who are booking shows and things like that. But most of the stuff I'm playing so far in the next few months is kind of more private stuff for now
0: so how can listeners find you
1: uh on all the all the streaming places water strider one word um and then follow me on all the social media things um on twitter and instagram Insta- i should set instagram first because that's the one i actually really check. but instagram and twitter and facebook and you know maybe tiktok or whatever i don't know whatever i can do to connect with people yeah i just want to i just want to Want to keep building building community and especially um you know in the bay area with with all the bands that i've felt you know far away from for the last year you know hearing you talk about like the session at stern grove and everything i was just like oh i'm so excited to see all those folks again yeah. they were the last band we played with before before, before the com- pandemic awesome
0: so, <laughs> so yeah because this is so much so much more a community collaborative community than mm-hmm. than say some other cities located Definitely. in Southern California.
1: <laughs> Definitely, Definitely. <laughs> Although you know, I've got plenty of my LA friends too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think even the folks that I know who have moved because there's been a lot of you know moving moving around back and the forth. Yeah. But some of my friends who have moved down to to LA and are st- are making incredible music, I I still feel like they're Bay Area bands, even though they've yeah you know, moved locations. I I still feel like there's a sense of like we're all still from the same yeah you know ethereal magical
0: and something we've placed. we've discovered during the pandemic is despite the distance and despite the fact that you know it's not it's not the primary reason we want way we want to connect but zoom helps, <laughs> zoom, helps.
1: zoom helps i wish there wasn't a delay from the video and yeah. the audio so you could actually jam in real time but
0: I think I that, heard at
1: some point somebody was figuring out that technology. Now. Yeah,
0: they're, they're, that technology exists, but it costs a lot of money right now. So until it gets yeah. until it gets to a point where artists can actually afford it. Yeah. At artists other than Metallica can actually yeah. afford it. Oh there you uh, go. You know, that would be awesome. Hey Nate, thanks again uh-huh. for so much for joining me today. It was yeah. a gr- it was a great pleasure to see you again. Well, uh nice I way. wish you well and uh you know, stay in touch and we're gonna close Absolutely. with Dance Around the Stones, which is a town Mirage song. And uh as as I said, we'll be playing your music as as it comes and please stay in touch as uh new stuff comes.
1: Absolutely. Thanks so much, MJ. Oh, it's
0: a Appreciate pleasure. It. You take care of yourself. You too. Enjoy the reopening. <laughs> All right, you too. Let's dance. Boy, doesn't that want to make you go out to your favorite venue and dance? It does me. That's Dance Around the Stones from Tal Mirage, the duo project that our guest today, Nate Salmon, has created with his roommate, Bernard Travaca, uh, just great music, great to hear. I thank Nate for joining me. Uh, it's always great to have guest artist segments here on KXSF San Francisco, west of Twin Peaks Radio. Uh, we had kind of referenced a uh, benefit that Nate, uh, that Strider and uh, Tal Mirage uh, did for us uh, recently at Eli's and you're gonna hear more about it right now.
6: KXSF is celebrating pride by focusing on issues impacting different segments of the Bay Area LGBTQ community. To build community and inspire positive social change, the San Francisco-based Lyric Center for LGBTQ youth supports young leaders, families, and allies to build a world that honors, respects, and appreciates LGBTQ youth and their contributions. To find out more, visit Lyric.org or kxsf.fm slash kxsf-axe.
0: And as part of our Pride Month here at KXSF, we are putting on a benefit show, uh, which is not in person. It is uh, We taped it at Eli's with Emily Afton, uh, Water Strider, and Tal Mirage that is going to stream on Sunday June 17th, I believe, at 7 p.m., and uh, part of the money uh, goes toward KXSF, and part of it goes to uh, LGBTQ youth here in the Bay Area, so uh, keep that on your calendar. And speaking of Emily Afton, she just released a brand new song this morning called Back in San Francisco, her reconsideration version, and I'm going to play it right now, so... All such great news, such great things. Thank you, Emily, for being part of our benefit and for releasing new music. Again, here's Emily Afton back in San Francisco. in San Francisco from Emily Afton off a new uh, album she's doing called Reconsideration. She released a new album during the pandemic called Consideration and she has remixed a bunch of those songs, has some new ones and that's that album is going to be released very soon, sometime in June, I believe. So much new music coming out of the Bay Area right now. Here is Moon Museum, another single that was dropped just this morning by... Obviously, Moon Museum, local band. This song is called Contraptions. That is a brand new single from Moon Museum called Contraptions. And now here's Hectorine. New music from San Francisco's Hectorine off her new project called Strange Phenomenon. She's going to be my guest artist coming up uh, at the end of June, so we'll get to meet her and dive deep into her project, which will be aw- awesome. Uh, brand new music, more, The Umbrellas. It gets so hard,
3: to feel like everyone's watching everyone's talking
0: Great new music from San Francisco band The Umbrellas. She buys herself flowers. Awesome. You are tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio here on KXSF LP San Francisco 102.5 FM. Streaming online at KXSF.FM. We'll have more right after this. Join
3: KXSF Sunday, June 20th in real life in the mission for a benefit show at Zeitgeist. This 21 and up beer garden gig features a trippy trio of local bands and artists who also have shows on KXSF, including Down Dirty Shake, DJ Pops, and Boleto. Admission is free, but donations are encouraged. That's Sunday, June 20th, starting at 6 p.m. at Zeitgeist, located at 199 Valencia at Debose. See you there.
0: Can't wait to see you at Zeitgeist in person. Oh, that'll be fun. And all of our friends at Down Dirty Shake Bolero and DJ Pops are going to be there. So please come join us. That would be awesome. Another band that uh, is a former guest West of Twin Peaks guest artist has been way uh, performing numerous uh, shows, small shows outside at, at different venues is the well-known strangers. And they have two two more gigs to go in their spring tour, if you can call it that. Tomorrow, they're going to be at Jason's in Green Greenbrae. And then a week from tomorrow, a week from Saturday, at the Bistro in Hayward. So they're helping their local community stay, uh, th- these local communities and local restaurants stay in business. You can help them out, too, by going and watching. Again, that's tomorrow at Jason's in Green Bay. Bray, Here's the well-known ch- strangers with the mountain song.
3: Drub all day and a in the state of Jefferson. Christmas and tree hugging women, so many questions Who's wrong, who's right? Go ask the mountain
0: Well-known strangers and my favorite song off their EP, King Tide, that is the Mountain Song. Remember, they're going to be at Jason's and Green Bray tomorrow. Support your local restaurants, support your local venues, support your local businesses. And support your local artists and bands. How could I forget that? Got another song coming up right after this. Support for KXSF comes from McCarthy's Irish Bar in San Francisco's West Portal neighborhood. McCarthy's is open for back deck, socially distanced seating, food from Franco's Latin Table, and drinks. Enjoy a pint and some sports on the big screen or just chill under the heat lamps. McCarthy's Irish Bar is located just up from the tunnel at 46 West Portal Avenue. Thanks for supporting KXSF, San Francisco Community Radio. Thank you, Eileen. Maybe I'll see you tonight at happy hour. That about does it for me today here on West of Twin Peaks Radio. Huge thanks to my guest, Nate Salmon, for joining me from Santa Barbara to talk about uh, Water Strider and his other project, Tal Mirage. Also, thank you to Ilana. Vas Consuelos from uh, Stern Grove Festival for setting us up for uh, the beginning, the re-entry of the Stern Grove Festival into live music a week from Sunday. I will see you next Friday where my guest is going to be Sandys, uh, the band from San Francisco, actually the one of the people from the band in San Francisco. This is their most recent song, Sammy and Sandys. I will see you next Friday at 10 o'clock. Until then, have a great week. Enjoy re-entry next week. We'll talk later. Be well everybody
2: She's no Maybe a future child.